1: Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Forbes Factor. I think I may be steering the ship by myself today, which is kind of interesting. Uh, It's about a week before, a little less than a week before my birthday, and I've been very philosophical, and I have a couple of guests joining me a little bit later. I'm open. I'm broadcasting right now, also live on my Facebook, so if any of my friends and family want to join and ask questions, I'm going to be doing just a little bit of teaching today and pontificating and doing whatever it is that I do without without out so hard trying not to be political because I'm so oh there's so much going on in the world right but I'm going to take a whole different approach everyone take a deep breath you're within the sound of my voice Uh, I launched a new program this week as you can maybe tell if you're watching me live a little tired but we have been truly working on the notion of getting what you want and whether that's you've got a product a service a company how do you get what you want and i'm going to read a quote here from a dear friend of mine who says your own words are the bricks and mortar of the dreams that you want to realize your words are the greatest power you have the words you choose and their use establish the life that you experience Well, for all of my students, they know firsthand that very often I will pick on all the words they use. If you're someone when you're communicating and you say my five basic no-no's, oh, you want to know what they are? Come on, say yes. So the five basic no-no's are the word actually, basically, like, you know, and um. Yeah, People lace their vocabulary with those words all the time and what it does is it just sells you short. It sells you short of communicating your ideas, of getting what you want. And so today's program would be based on that. I'm gonna read from some of the things that I've written before and really dig down so that you can not only set goals, but achieve them. I mean, how important would it be to finally know that what your heart's desire, your purpose on this planet, or just what you desire in a very selfish way, can happen, right? And it's funny because there's some things that you want in life, people say they want more money. I don't know why. What do you want more money for? Here's a dollar. No, I didn't want that. Well, that's more money than you had before. No, I want you to say, what do you want the money to do? Do you want I want more money so I'm comfortable in my retirement? That's a number. I want more money so I can go on vacation. I'm taking a week off with my daughter on Sunday to celebrate my birthday. I'm very, very excited about this. We're going to a health farm. I don't know if the word farm is correct, where we're gonna eat raw food and get massages and take lots of exercise classes and just connect to each other and to ourselves. It's kind of a nice treat. What do you want money for? Do you want a new car, a new house? Who knows? And so I've always thought when you set a goal, for me personally, setting goals always had a very negative connotation. I don't like to set goals. It seems like an overused phrase, right? But I will tell you that when you can organize and set out plans, uh, achievement strategies, and so I have today a whole series of ideas that I want to, to implement, to have you implement, because... While some people's year begins on January 1st, mine's going to be a fiscal year. Mine's going to begin on April 25th, which is a week from now, and it's always been my birthday. Is that something that's important to you? And I would love you guys to write me and share with me, you know, your thoughts and feelings. I get all the notes, everything that you send to Voice America, uh, they send to me via my email. We have a lot of people that we've corresponded with, tens of thousands of people around the world that we correspond with. But I'm going to start by reading another concept called Change Your Life. So often people come to me like, oh, I wanna change my life. What does that mean? Do you want it to be better? Do you want it to be bigger? Do you wanna stop playing smaller? Do you want someone in your life to love you? Do you want people in your life to listen to you? And so this is by an unknown author and I loved it. It says, by changing your thinking, you change your beliefs. When you change your beliefs, you change your expectations. When you change your expectations, you change your attitude. When you change your attitude, you change your behavior. When you change your behavior, you change your performance. And when you change your performance, you change your life. Hmm. I just wanna let that resonate for a minute about what does that mean to change your attitude, your behavior, even your habits. Your habits certainly change how you are acting in this world. And one of the ways that I think you can do that is by looking at other people finding mentors who have led a path before you who do you listen to every day whose podcast do you tune into uh, do you listen to me do you listen to brene brown jay shetty tony robbins there's a bunch of people that are very inspirational and i highly suggest like i do my friend d les brown you gotta be hungry i like i eat good food every day i work very hard to listen to inspirational thoughts so that my my thinking process changes it becomes more positive positive. and you know what most people out there they're talking they're thinking they're reading or researching an idea successful people are out there doing those things and making those things happen oh did i just hit home for a couple of you i know i did you know as i said earlier it's not you know it's funny it's not about the knowledge that you have it's about going out and applying what you know And when you've researched enough and set out a goal, let's go get it, come on, we can do this. We can just go out and get what we want. And so I do have a couple of guests, Mouse Alka, I see you in the lobby. We're gonna bring some of my favorite students on to say hi today, but I'm gonna continue to teach just a little bit longer because I think some of these things are are very important. Now, one of the things that I've learned as a secret to success is to creating systems. Because once you do a system once, you don't have to do it again. And I really just wanna challenge you to a new way of thinking. You know, it could be hard in the beginning, you're like, oh, these limiting beliefs are keeping me from what I'm doing. But I'm gonna go against what you've been trained to do. See, in school, you learned that in order to get a good grade, you had to get 100%, right? Well, I learned that you don't have to be an A student to be successful. Ooh, I hope that helps you. I mean, trust me, if you're right, just 51% of the time playing stocks, You're liable to be a very rich person. Mm. If you're a baseball player, oh my God, if you actually did hit 51%, you'd be the greatest of all time. They strike out 66% of the time and they still get paid tens of millions of dollars. How is that possible, right? So in your business, if you figure out all the wrong ways to do something and ultimately find that one way, the best way to do it, you could develop incredible wealth, incredible success and truly end up getting what you want. It's called cracking the code. Now, Stephen Covey is also one of the people that I read a lot. So I'm going to read a quote from him. I'm all about quotes today. You don't have the fruits without the roots. It's the principle of sequencing. Private victories precede public victories. Let me say that again. Private victories precede public victories. Self-mastery and self-discipline are the foundation of good relationships with yourself and others. Ooh, she is dropping some bombs today, right? All right, so I would like you today to really start thinking about what differences are we gonna have in our thinking to achieve our goals, right? What difference in habits what difference in belief systems? And I'm gonna introduce one of my special guests today. She is a, a mastermind student of mine and uh, an artist. And let's bring her up and say hi to Miss Alka. Alka Bailey is gonna join us real quick. Here she is. Hello, my girl. All right. So what I did in my mastermind was I did a spin it to win it. And I had a couple of my favorite students win the opportunity to come on and say hi to promote what we do. And by the way, before she comes on, I will say that we are sponsored by my Sunday training every Sunday for two hours at five o'clock since COVID started, I am live. And what I do there is I teach and meet you in person so that you can learn to pitch. And what do I say when I mean pitch, right? I'm going to say that the the pitching series, the pitching sequence for me is getting other people, hmm, other people to purchase your idea, your product, or your service. Okay. And so if you go to www.pitchsecretsmasterclass.com, you can find me live and interactive every single Sunday. All right, so I've got two of my students are popping on, which is so exciting. I will tell you since I started online, really online coaching in March of 2020, we've had 12,000 plus students. Ooh, that is a big number. And so many success stories. So many of my students have books that they've published, courses that they're earning money on. Some of them have talk shows and I continue to see them all over the place. So without further ado, I'm gonna introduce two of my favorite students. Will you say hi to Alka Bailey and Earl Wad? Hello, hello, my guys and girls, how are you? Hello, my corpse, I'm doing great. Good, so Alka, you're up in Canada, correct? Yes, I am. And we met because you are an
2: artist and a, a burgeoning businesswoman, yes? I am. I my. Thank you so much for your course. I am not shy to talk on like on on camera, and even when I go to other people's shows, I still talk to them and I hand out business cards. I would have been scared to do that years ago, but I just did it recently. It's what, great. Well, uh, what what shifted for you? What shifted? Yeah, I think just being more able to you know look at different possibilities being online really really helped because during the pandemic nobody was going to craft shows or we didn't have much in Canada it was a lot of it was shut down so being on camera and not being scared to talk to anybody um, and if I share my stories about how I paint I find that people purchase no problem thank you so much Forbes. Well, so let me just backtrack a little bit. Yes. So we have,
1: have a lot of your fans on here. Susan Yowski is here, and Luana is saying hi. You
2: took some training with me. What did you take? I took the uh, uh, pitch ma- um, master class. Like, it was a, a week long, and we did exercises on camera, and I know I did a, a few redos because I didn't like how they turned out when I did them the first time. So I actually redid a few things, and I find – before then, I used to be, you know, like i talk about my stuff, but I would never be, I'd never show my face online uh, or I, at the end saying, thank you for watching. But now I start, when I um, actually start something, I'll say, hi, hopefully everybody's doing, having a great day and talk about whatever I'm doing. I did a live recently on... I think it was a Facebook uh, business page, my business page, because I was sending something off to someone and I talked about the little tiny owls that I did send as well. So this is a lot. I'm, Really love it. Thank you so much, Forrest. Well, you
1: are very welcome. I remember you breaking through and having some wonderful moments that have really, I think, I mean, you look differently, you look younger and happier. So I, I love some of my teaching when I meet my students for a couple months after and it kind of seems
2: this It's been a year since I took your your class. Um, wow. So it's been a, exactly a year, you know, like within about a week or two. And I find myself a lot different Um I got ID today. It was kind of funny. <laughs> I was in a store and uh, um, I turned 65 last month. So the woman in the store didn't believe me. She said, Well, I don't believe you. And I said, Well, I can show you my ID if you really want to see it. So um, I'm a lot more comfortable talking about myself than I used to be. So I. I- love this all right well real quick show us your art your artwork i'll get to something very
1: interesting and i've got susan here. here's like i've got so many of her pieces <laughs> you do something rather unusual
2: with paint show us what it is i do this is um so this is a rock uh I, it's actually for someone there's a little indentation or uh, something on the rock itself and i painted that right into the piece so you can't tell it what's there but if you touch it you can feel it um i do what i started with last year and you, you know my my rocks uh, my owls so there's an owl i do ship a lot of my stuff down to the states as well as throughout canada uh, a couple of my pieces have gone down to um you know, now, other why, countries. Do you, why do you paint on rocks um well when i started painting um i did really want to have pay too much for canvas rocks are free. Um, the reason I started uh, painting on rocks is I was invited to be in a craft show and I didn't know what to paint. So I asked my daughter. At the time, you know, I had a fair we had a fair of a big house with a lot of gardens and I did garden work. So she told me to uh, paint on the rocks that were outside in the lying around in the grass. They were actually in a rock garden, but however she was a teenager, what can I say? Anyways, I'm very grateful grateful to her because I started painting on rocks and I absolutely loved it rocks you can paint the same thing on all different shapes and they look completely different even with the owls I have painted so many of those lately that uh, um, you know I can't believe it sometimes my internet connection is uh, kind of wonky today so if, if you lose me that's why but uh, I mean I really became obsessed with Painting on rocks, and I would—that's all I would paint on. However, I have branched out to other things again. Um canvas Someone's asked for something, and uh tell us how people can find you. Oh,
1: we do have a little what? bit of a wonky. Can you hear me? Tell, because we're also on the radio. I want to um, make sure. You hear us. You're, it's
2: cutting in I don't know if it's my internet.
1: Oh, I think we just lost Alka. Um, I do wanna say that if you wanna connect with her, the best way to do that is through my Facebook. Look her up, her name is Alka Bailey and what a treat to have her on the program today. Hey, Mr. Earl, you're also a big winner in my world. You are an author and a very exciting author. Tell us about
3: what you're up to. Uh, Thank you, Forbes. First, I wanna say thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, Being in your world for the last few weeks has definitely transformed my life. I'm uh, on camera. I would never have done this uh, and not been comfortable at all. Uh, It has been a blessing, and I I am so grateful for you. Uh, So thank you.
1: Well, you're very welcome, and I appreciate
3: that. How did you come to me in the first place? I found you through Real Success Networks. Um, I, I was introduced to GSD through there.
1: What is GSD?
3: Get shit done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. Guys, that is one of my signature training programs. Also, one of our sponsors here. If you go to www.gsdwithforbes.com, you will stop procrastinating and start doing. I'll tell you what, it's called Get Shit Done. And in our world, we have now made more than 280 authors of ebooks online courses, they're building funnels and they're blowing up their business. So GSD has exploded. I do that business with my daughter and I got to tell you Earl, thank you so very much. And also go to www. Real Summits with an S.com. That is a free platform that is global. I am speaking on that platform with people like oh, like Damon John and Les Brown, Jack Canfield, Dr. D. Martini, Sharon Lecter. I am one of the platform speakers. Mel Robbins just joined us. And uh, every month, since January 2021, we have gone live around the globe, and we get to meet amazing people like Earl.
3: Thank you. So Earl, you are an author. Tell us about what you write. Sure, I've just released my very exciting book called Hindsight, The Seven Keys to Living Your Best Life. Uh, It is a book about looking back at hindsight so that you can live the best life in the future that you want.
1: Wow, I just love, love hearing about this. Uh, and congratulations, because I know when you first started with me, you were nervous. You were oh, I'm writing my second book, but not a lot of people have bought my book. Yes, happened since you joined my world, my friend.
3: <laughs> well, uh, as you mentioned, uh, I wrote a book, or my daughter actually wrote a book, uh, children's book, beautiful book. Um, it, it deserves to be read by children everywhere, uh, but sadly, only a handful of people we know pretty much uh, have had the opportunity to read it. And um, this book that I just wrote, hindsight. Uh, it seems to me to be too important to let that happen again. So I was searching for ways to uh, make things better. And what happened is I found you, uh, your course, um allowed me to learn how to pitch and talk about my book and translate that conversations those conversations into people actually wanting to read my book and uh in less than it's been two weeks uh the book has actually hit the number one ranking in three different categories on amazon's in the new releases section so uh, it's working thank you so much It does work. That's the whole point of this program. All right. So the book is
1: called Hindsight. Earl, um, we're on Zoom right now. Will you pop the link in so I can at least put that live into my Facebook? We've got a lot of people watching and listening from Lynette to Susan and Luana. They're all out there cheering you on. Um, And after you put that in, in a nutshell, will you share us why should we pick up the book Hindsight?
3: Uh, Sure. I just put the link in HindsightKeys.com. Uh, That'll take you to where you can find more information about the book. Uh, The reason you want to pick it up uh, is um, I have been on a journey of personal development uh, since I was 10 years old. I have been studying and learning and um, gaining knowledge for how to live your best life. It started off when I got a book, Think and Grow Rich, when I was 10 years old. when I went in for uh, surgery on my shoulder uh, last year, while I was asleep, uh, I actually had a dream. And the dream was this entire book, Uh, it it came to me, uh, my life essentially flashed before my eyes looking at events that I had lived. And it wasn't because I was about to die, fortunately. It was because I needed to learn the hindsights that those life lessons represented. And I was able to translate those into the book and make that available, uh, you know, 50 years worth of training, uh, tens and tens of thousands of dollars I've spent on uh, my personal development, all distilled, distilled down into a book that somebody can read an afternoon or a weekend, uh, and it, it can change their lives. It's already changing people's lives. I've had uh, people uh, tell me about what happened after reading the book. Uh, I can speak personally about my business partner. We have a startup business that we've been working on for three years throughout the pandemic. Uh, There have been a lot of challenges because of that. We've lost some of our developers. Uh, It's been a pretty tough road. After I shared an advanced copy of the book with my business partner, he confided in me a few days later that uh, he was actually just about to tell me that he wanted to pull the plug, that it wasn't uh, he, he wasn't going to be able to see it to the finish line. He read my book and he's like a different person. He was so excited, so enthused, so recharged. He, he, we have a motto, uh, we always win. And he was just excitingly saying, we always win. And we're, it, was a, it was a huge transformation. Now, um, what do you think it was about the book that got him recharged? Uh, I think he keyed in on a couple of the key hindsights, one of which is responsibility. Uh, that um, we all, he included, are responsible for the outcomes in our life. Uh, we can't necessarily control what happens, but we can control how we react to what happens. And I think he had kind of lost connection with that uh, realization. He knew that already, but reading the book Uh, brought that into focus again, and he knew that even though we were going through a pandemic, we'd lost two of our developers, uh, things were challenging, it was still our responsibility to to win, and he now remembered that, and it transformed him. Oh, I love, love, love that. All right, I'm
1: going to say hello to my other special guest. Alicia, turn your camera on if you would, and say hi. Hi, Forbes. Hi, everyone. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, I thought of you, I was at Office Depot yesterday and there was definitely a curly con girl there. Uh, And and I said something, I said, you should join us because she has this massive hair. And she's like, oh, I have such a hard time with my hair. Alicia May, tell us
4: what you're up to. Absolutely. So um, next week I'm hosting the very first CurlyCon International Conference. It's completely virtual. Um, It is a three-day event for uh, curly, kinky, coily, wavy, hair-textured, lovely ladies. Some men too are coming. Um, And it's all about education, experience, and elevation uh, for your hair care and styling needs. Uh, You know, Earl, I know you don't have any hair. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, on top of his head, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have a great three day lineup of some of the best, best people in the world. We have Forbes Riley as our keynote speaker herself speaking all about loving and accepting yourself um, with natural hair. And we also have Dyson as one of our main sponsors, as well as some other great top tier sponsors coming in to do some education. So I cannot wait to be uh, in in next week at this time. We're going to be kicking off.
1: Well, you know, it's so funny because Alicia and I met, she's brilliant when it comes to making events and we got to talking. And when she mentioned the part of my life that she didn't know is that I grew up with absolute frizzy, kinky hair. For those of you who remember Saturday Night Live's Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana, that was my life growing up. If I walked away from you, I look like a giant triangle. And it was so frustrating for me. I mean, I would spend an hour a day. I became an expert hairstylist. My sister decided to embrace that career. You know, when you're out there ironing your hair going, please, dear God, make it straight. And then it just booms back up again. You're like, oh, and because, but now my hair is short and I have a very different style. But I said inside, I am totally a curly girl. I get it. I live and die by my hair. And we just hit it off. But I'll tell you, for my students, some of them who are on this platform, that was a pitch. In essence, I had a pitch, Alicia, how I could possibly relate to curly hair given what I look like right now. And it worked. So what was it about that pitch that resonated with
2: you?
4: Well, I mean, at first, you know, I've, I've spoken to you before and I know what kind of person you are, but the pitch itself, um, you know, you told I think it was three sentences or less. You said, I'm a, cur- I used to be a curly girl. I know the woes and the, you know, mishaps and what has happened. So that kind of experience part took a factor. And then I'd love to be, you know, and she just, you just pitched, you just said, I'd love to be a speaker. So I thought, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it.
1: And it was, this is what I teach. It's the funniest thing, guys, going after what you want. Because I also was a very shy introvert. I discovered through TED Talks that I'm what's known as an extroverted introvert. Because I would very much prefer on a Friday or Saturday night to not go out to any parties and not have to talk to people and just curl up, you know, with my husband or a book or whatever we're doing. And I have to fight very hard. Now, I love communicating, though. But pitching has changed that. And look at Earl just light up. Oh, what are you smiling about so much right now?
3: Uh, you described me, my personality as well. I'm uh, definitely, uh, I, I like talking to people, but uh, I'd just as soon sit at home, read a book, or uh, cuddle up and watch a movie with my wife or whatever.
1: Well, I will tell you, it's a very funny phenomenon because uh, Joshua got very severely hurt before COVID happened, and we spent a lot of time in the bedroom just, you know, while he was recovering, couldn't leave the bed. And... At some point when COVID hit, I remember this thing about lockdown, how strange. And then I thought, oh my God, no one's going out on Friday night. This is so cool. <laughs> Introvert <Alka>. at heart. <laughs> I, I know. It's like, I totally was like, this is really fun. Now I don't have to feel guilty about not going out. It's a strange thing. People don't look at me and go, wow, introverted? Really? Alka, can you relate to this conversation?
2: I certainly can. You know, when in Canada, because of lockdown, you're not supposed to do this. You can go for at walks and exercise. It's like, all right, I do that already. And, you know, I don't mind it. I'm thinking, what walk, you know, whatever. I only go out when I have to. <laughs> I sit at home in pink,
1: so. But you also have got some curly hair going on. Hey, guys, we're about oh, yes. my very <laughs> first break here. This is a national radio show you're listening to. We do have wonderful commercial sponsors. Guys, the show is called The Forbes Factor. We, help, we focus on health, wealth, and happiness, and usually it's a combination of all three for me. How about you? All right, take a listen to some of my favorite sponsors. We'll be right back after this message. Don't go away.
3: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now
0: Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Hey everybody, it's a bit of a smorgasbord today as I started out talking about our goals, our dreams and how words affect your life. And then I've been joined by a wonderful writer of the book Hindsight, Mr. Wad. I've got Alka Bailey, one of my students who won this opportunity in our mastermind. She is a beautiful painter of rocks. A couple of her fans are on Facebook Live just telling us how she's transformed their gardens and their lives and inspired them. And then Miss Alicia May, who is a beautiful event planner, just a great woman and a girl with a whole lot of curl hair on her head and because of that what did you decide to do? I decided to host an event for curly hair people (laughs) and
4: put all my togetherness. It's all together, Forbes.
1: (laughs) It is definitely a sisterhood of, and I know there's a bunch of men who have that as well. And I will tell you some of my guys who've got like massive hair, like Tony Little. Tony Little to this day wears a baseball cap on camera because his hair is just so wild. His kids have that kind of amazing, crazy hair. How has having curly hair affected your life? Oh, gosh. I mean, going back when
4: I was younger, my grandmother used to brush my hair out. So you can imagine the type of hair that, uh, and, and you know, Elka's, Elka's saying, yes, I, I know that. But most of us who had curly hair in, in the, you know, I've heard this a lot in back when we were younger, it was brushed out. We didn't, nobody knew what to do with it. And that was the thing. That's the key message is nobody knew how to wash it, style it care for it appropriately. So throughout my life, I remember one time I was called, um, you know, a lion on the top of my hair because it was it was so big and so, uh, you know, out of control, especially with the wrong haircut. So, you know, that that kind of came throughout my life. I strained it a lot, Forbes. Um, I, you know, I did the straightening thing um, many, many years. I used to used to use an iron, like an actual iron to oh, iron yeah. your clothes. My girlfriend, I was there. I get it. So, you know, at, at the end of the, you know, at the end of kind of that journey of straightening and not really accepting it, I found, a, you know, kind of this this path of acceptance and, and then led me to starting CurlyCon, which is happening next week. And, and it's been two years in the making for sure of of actually planning logistics, getting that big vision and getting the sponsors that really I wanted to have sponsor my event.
1: I mean, mean, let's get real. You have Dyson and I own one of those wildly expensive, because again, my hair has been everything for me. It takes an hour to blow dry my hair, whether it's short. Yeah, an hour of my life. And I don't, and I'm one of those girls too. And my family never quite understood. certainly the men I lived with were like, how come you don't wash your hair every day? I'm like, oh my God, if I did, I would either be bald or have straw on my head. And so, no, and the dirtier my hair gets, the sexier it looks, right? <laughs> only exactly. girls with curly hair know this stuff. We've got an inside shorthand. And then I bought that Dyson, that wacko, crazy, sexy thing that he's got. And so they became your sponsor. I'm so proud of you.
4: Yes. I mean, you know, that was my top sponsor that I wanted to, to sponsor my event. Um, I do sponsorship for a living, but um, I know that, you know, the passion and the vision that I had, um, you know, it really kind of translated over to their marketing at the time. And and obviously now into the curly, but yes, I'm really, you know, we have about 15 sponsors for this event, first year event. Um, and a thousand guests, you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's become really larger than life. We have a lot of publications picking it up. We have Vanity Fair. We have In Style. We have a few bigger, you know, radio shows. Um, obviously, yours, Forbes, thanks for coming, uh, joining uh, today with us. And it's just, you know, it's just a matter of getting, you know, the passion and vision, I think, behind an event that makes it really, and, and also, I think it's such a niche topic that, People, it's not a hair event. It's it's specific for curly hair, so that also makes it a lot easier to to market, right? You know, you've probably heard that, but you know, at the end of the day, curly con is is just you know my my passion project on top of my my other work.
1: All right, so if you want to come join us because I've been invited to be one of the keynote speakers, please join us at www.curlyconevent. Dot com. It's happening next week. I'm going to say you're going to want to want not going to want to miss this. It's fun. If you've got anything on top of your head, the only person who, like Earl, is going, hmm, but you have a daughter and you have a wife, and I know you've got girls in your life with curly hair. Hey, I'm Alicia. Alicia, one of the things I want to share with everybody, because I've got a lot of entrepreneurs who are on this channel listening to us, you are very good in the event space, in the sponsorship space, and I would like to change direction a little bit and just give us some insight uh, and to... Whether it's doing an event or getting sponsors, what do you recommend to entrepreneurs? Mm I mean, you can start wherever
4: you want. <clears throat> Some people come to me and I, I want to start small because I'm afraid to do the big thing, right? And that's okay too. So, you know, my biggest thing is you have to write out your plan, your vision, your dream. That's that's, that's what comes first. Any, any phase of where you are. You want to host a large event? That's amazing. But give yourself enough time to do the planning, to do the vision, to do the work, the foundational work, right? It took me two years to put this together um, in my head, visualize it, understand what I need who I needed to reach out to and actually do all the comms and marketing work that allowed me to get the top name sponsors in the industry. You know, Kara Stace is another from L'Oreal. That's a big sponsor as well. So, right? Imagine that kind of work took a lot of legwork. Um, so again, give yourself an ample time. You want to start small, then you can shorten that time frame. Whatever path you decide to do, you have to make sure you have that vision um, for it and then find people who can execute it um, because you can't do it all, right? I, I mean, I can't do this event. I have you know wonderful people here at my office and at, in, on online virtually working uh, for me who can execute
1: it and put it in action. I love, love, love that. So I don't know if you've met Earl. Earl's got a book called Hindsight that is uh, changing, changing the direction of people looking backwards. No, because well, we all know that hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Earl, and Earl took my training. So I'm gonna give you a shot, Earl. Pitch, Alicia, your book.
3: Okay, uh, Alicia, my book is called Hindsight, The Seven Keys to Living Your Best Life. Uh, you've heard Hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, I've unlocked the secrets of hindsight, and there are seven keys. And by applying these seven keys, the hindsight principles, it will positively change your future. It will allow you to live the life you want, your best life, the life of your dreams.
4: There you go. How do you do? I mean, you nailed it. <laughs> it was great. I love <laughs> I would say, too, Earl, like, definitely, um, you know, I think that's that's an amazing pitch. I would even say, like, let's, you know, smile. Because when anytime you smile, I'm like, oh, I want to buy everything that Earl has, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. Now, Earl, the only thing you didn't include from my training is a little bit of springboard. Why is this so important to you?
3: Sure. Um, well, uh, I... Smile. I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, no, now, so. the funny thing, you guys, it's really interesting because... We're on radio, and I I grew up being a radio DJ. And I had a lot of experience. The thing is, we can hear you smiling. We can hear you smiling. Yes. Here you go. Look at that. I see some curly whites because I'm watching you.
3: So I applied, uh, when I was writing this book, I I poured myself into it, and as I was writing it and sharing it with my family, they gave me good feedback, right? They said it's really good, but you never really know because they're family and they're going to say it's good. Uh, But when I started to share advanced copies with people, uh, their response humbled me. I mean, it was amazing. I heard uh, the uh, president of Marshall University, the former CEO of Intuit, Fortune 500 company, Brad Smith, he compared it to Tuesdays with Maury and The Secret. And that was one of the first uh, fe- pieces of feedback I got from an external and it, it literally brought me to tears. Um, I've had another person who bought the book and compared it to uh, the book Conversations with God by Stephen or uh, Donald. Um, oh I've got his name right now, uh, but the, the Conversations with God book, which is, uh, is one I read a long time ago. Um, the other thing is that I thought it was important to actually try this out on myself. Right. So I, um, I had kind of gotten out of shape pretty bad because of the pandemic, uh, sitting at my desk and not going out and moving as much as I should. So I applied my hindsights to myself in the area of health. Um, in a matter of less than two months, I was able to lose 15 pounds. I was able to get some, a lot of my strength back. I was able to sleep better and feel better about myself. And uh, it, it is just amazing how well... Uh, Just applying these hindsights can change uh, important key areas of our life, Um, health, wealth, uh, romance, uh, for sure. So, Alicia, did the pitch just get a little better?
4: Uh, I mean, much better. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, the pearly whites, like, you know, (laughs) smile at me, I'll buy anything.
1: (laughs) And Miss Alka, hold up your artwork. I think you made a couple of sales a little earlier, but go, I got a couple of your big fans here. She's was oh, here. And you know, that's a it's an, an odd concept, but it works. It's rock solid. No, oh, but I'm bummed. <laughs> well,
2: pun intended or no pun intended? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, everybody, you know, what I do is I help you beautify your homes, your gardens, and your cottages by creating unique and needed items on unusual surfaces. Most people do ask me what unusual surfaces and I'm proud to say I paint on rocks. I've collected rocks most of my life and I finally found something to do with it. So I, I've been doing these for quite a while. These are tulips and they can be any color. And I actually take the shape, there's an indent in the rock, you can't see it from here, but uh, you can touch it anyways. And I actually incorporate it into the picture itself so this would be this is great in your garden you can put it in a planter so it's the one over your shoulder that's yeah. absolutely
1: beautiful i have rocks on my desk but i don't paint real so might only have words i've got some happiness i i don't know what that word is uh at least you know what that is because i have a second before yeah, just I patience don't have any of that.
2: this is actually uh, an old mill oh that's gorgeous so, I actually, I, re- I redid this because I didn't like the way it looked the first time this there's a really funny story about this so these I was given a large rock like it must have been about three feet in diameter I didn't know what to paint on it so I took a sledgehammer to it and broke it into a little piece a whole bunch of little pieces and that was from one of them so I do a lot of different things this has been really big um, it's a, it is an owl. I do do some, uh, ship stuff down to the States as well, and different pricing though. Can- I live in Canada, and I even have more. <laughs> I do too, Al. I do too. I, I wanted you guys to know that you both live in Canada. You live in Canada,
4: Alicia? I do, I do, I'm so so in Ontario. So, are yeah, in Ontario? I'm Hamilton area.
2: So am I. <gasps> oh, seriously? I'm serious, I live in Dundas, so if you okay, want anything. Yes.
4: I, I'm. No, I'm, I'm okay. gonna, let's have a coffee anyway why not let's
1: do yes, it we have the crew here we can't like, there's another pun that you're like a stone's throw away from each other <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> forbes i know i'm making friends and influencing people as we talk all right let's move on okay. subject so real quick because we got another about eight minutes to go on my show today and i put the link for all of you on the panel to the facebook group because we are live on facebook I've got a million point eight fans there and I'll tell you, I love them all. Hey guys, tonight, tonight is Mastermind with Forbes. We do that once a week at eight o'clock. And I gotta tell you we're over 1200 members in our Mastermind. We um, we do hot seats, we have celebrities. Tonight is a graduating class where they get to pitch what they're up to. We've discovered some amazing people who now are writing books and have television shows that have fallen in love. And of course Alka and Alicia know that they're neighbors my goal, you guys, is to unite the world as best I can while I'm here. And I'm grateful to all of you who have participated with me. So, Miss Alicia, um, if you had to give one piece of advice when you are feeling blue to get out of a funk, what do you do? Oh, isn't is that a good question?
4: It's I would say, I mean, everyone has their own little personal thing that they do, but, um, I always find that going outside is, is kind of, is refreshing for me. Like if I'm just not feeling good for that day, I mean, it's always cold in Canada. That's what I say. So you have that blast of Arctic air that comes to your face, but, you know, walking, getting active, um, you know, making, making time for yourself, um, whatever activity you love doing, um, even if it's playing Nintendo switch with my kids and doing just dance, doing something goofy, um, getting, getting out of that funk is going to help you and, and, you know, stick to it for a few days or even a few months or even like Earl, he's lost so much weight. So, you know, doing something that you absolutely love, like I don't love running, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, It's just like, I only run if there's a sale at the department store, (laughs) (laughs) but that's, that's my goal, right? I love dancing, so I'll dance. Oh, I think that's awesome. Earl, when you're
3: blue, what do you do? Oh, that's an awesome question. Thank you. Uh, it ties into the first hindsight in my book, which is foundational. I uh, remember what I'm grateful for. I yeah. look at the things in life uh, that otherwise I'm taking for granted. Uh, another day above ground, uh, the family, the opportunities that I have, abundant uh, uh, opportunities, the friends, the, my dogs. Uh, I, I just key in on being grateful. And I find that that, that takes away any... Uh, negative kind of emotions going on.
2: I love that, Ms. Alka. When you're blue, what do you do? Um, well, as Alicia said, we do live in Canada, so you take every day as you can um, to go outside. Um, I That is how I relax. I go outside, whether I garden or walk. It doesn't make a difference, thank you.
1: Well,
2: I will tell you, I live in
1: Florida. You guys should come down and join me because it's always sunny down here in Southern Florida. Um, and I walked up the beach the other day. I remembered as my my beautiful man and I were sitting on the beach just to soak in the sun. And it's a funny thing about going back. You know, Earl talked about hindsight triggers. I was on the beach. I grew up by the beach in Long Island, New York. And they have all these seats that you can rent and other things. And I put my towel down on the sand, and I said, I don't need a beach chair. I need to lie in the sand, oh, like I, when I was a kid, and when I touched the, it just it reminds me of the joy. And I'm watching two little kids make sandcastles and run into the water, and I'm just reminded that that's, you gotta enjoy the water. The beach, the smell, the vibes, one of my all-time favorite things to do, yes? All right, best vacation you've ever taken, Earl. Where was it, and where, when did, you, where did you do when you were there?
3: Sure, I went to, Cabo San Lucas with my family huh? uh, we had the opportunity to go to an all-inclusive resort and it was just fantastic the food was phenomenal uh, it was memories that we we kept for a very long time I created a, a memories book from the photos and that's on our shelf we bring it out and, uh, just it was just phenomenal we we all bought cowboy hats and, and just just really had a good time with each other and uh, getting to see the beautiful sights of Cabo
1: I have a huge philosophy about that most of your favorite memories in life are made on vacation. I don't know why that is. And not that you should do that just once a year, but you should really strive to go away to make memories with your loved ones. Uh, Alicia, one of your best vacations, where is it?
4: I Oh, gosh, that's a tough one there because I love... Bali, Bali's been, you know, tra- it was transformational for me. Um, it was, I mean, amazing. The whole, the whole experience was fantastic. But I'll have a close second,
1: um, which was um, Morocco. Ooh, tell me about Morocco because we were not talking about Bali. That's on my list next. Mm. So I'll grab my man away from competing for the next Mister. Yes. We're going to <laughs> Bali. I right, Morocco. What's Morocco like?
4: Morocco is just kind of awakens all of your senses all at one time. You know, everything it's it's just we were in the Medina, which is this big center um, and big market, and it's just you get blasted with a whole bunch of different, you know, sight, smell, taste, like everything is just vibrant and awake. Um, there's so many different experiences you can do. But I think, um, you know, just mingling with the logos is the best experience you can ever have at any given point in any country or city. Um, You know, the food is amazing, but also um, the people are fantastic. And it's just, again, it's one of these things you just have to go. It's just one of these things on your bucket list. If you can, right, um,
1: you'll be fascinated by the culture. Well, it's funny because one of my students uh, is a medium. He is a psychic medium, and he is just booked into a tour where they're going to haunted places around the world. He just invited me off to Scotland in july ireland coming up romania can't wait to go see transylvania that's going to be a crazy i mean i'm sure it's gonna be off the wall chasing ghosts around the world right I <laughs> I love love it. It. <laughs> write the book about this all right alka yes. favorite vacation where
2: actually my favorite vacation was quite recently um i went or oh, it was 2019 oh, quite recently for that anyways we had gone on a cruise and it was my mother myself my aunt two aunts uh and my cousin my cousins. so it was three of us um it was actually very nice you know like all the girls together it was nice uh and it was nice and warm too and i had a lot of fun i was up early every morning out you know wherever on uh, excursions and everything that places i hadn't been to before so it was really nice and best of all it was gifted to me so it's even better oh all right so free vacation <laughs> definitely I was, just, I, I was just gifted for two weeks to go first class to, to
1: dubai and uh, yes. of all the places that i've been i had no idea there are ubers there are only lexuses it was kind of an it's like you know when they talk about the the streets are paved in gold i think there they really are And if you love shopping, the world's largest shopping mall that has an indoor ski resort is in Bali. Now that was a mind blowing experience. I know, right? Oh my goodness. All right, Um, as we're coming down to the very, very end of our show. um, Summer's coming. You know, it's my favorite time of the year. We're in spring and now we're just about to get warm again, especially for you guys in Canada. What are you looking forward to, Alicia, this summer? Just
4: being outdoors, <laughs> you know, just to re- enjoying the backyard and, and just enjoying the farmer's market. I mean, I know you probably uh, most people take that for granted, but like it just started up again. It was been closed for four months. So just enjoying fresh fruit, vegetables, smelling the grass. Um, again, simple things, but those things I, I do not want to take advantage of. Um, and this, yeah, this summer is just all about being with family and and enjoying the outdoors. That's what I'm and the beach. For
1: sure. Alisa, okay. you work with a lot a large range of entrepreneurs. What is yes. one or two of the lessons that you've learned watching people become successful? What does it take?
4: I think it takes a backbone. Like I really do. I think you know, at the end of the day, you just have to tell people what you want and and clarify everything possible up front. You just have to be really, really truthful, be like, "No, that's not possible. Or, yes, we can do that. Um I think being realistic, to the point of being, you know, comprehending the client or or business partner, whoever. It's just very, very truthful, honest, direct um direction in in your business, whoever you're dealing with. Um and you know, say no sometimes. Can't say yes to everything. You
1: can't? Oh shoot, that's a whole nother show. Damn. Oh, that's actually very powerful. Hey, Earl, as we're coming down to the very end of our show, what's the philosophy that you live by? You got
3: thirty seconds, go? Um, I'm a uh, lifelong student. Never stop learning. never stop growing. Okay, you still got twenty seconds, flesh it okay. out.. Go. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's important to continue to learn something new every single day. Uh, it doesn't have to be something grand. It could just be a, a new idea, uh, an idea about rocks or anything. Um, learn every single day. All
1: right, well, let's make this a commercial. As a student of mine, what have you learned from Ms. Forbes Riley?
3: I have learned how to come out of my shell. I've learned the importance of... Providing a good pitch to create communications, and I've learned that you can sell your books. Uh, they don't have to sit on the shelf and be alone, sad, dusty covers of books.
1: So excited about that, Alka! What is the philosophy that you live
2: by? I try to be uh, true. I'm uh, true to myself. I do. Um, you know, take one th- one day at a time. And I'm always very grateful for the things I've received and the things I'm about to receive. Also, as a student of mine, little commercial, what did you learn uh, from Forbes Riley? What did I learn from Forbes Riley? How to be myself on camera and off camera um, and how to pitch to sell my work so that others can enjoy my work as well because I infuse Reiki energy into each and every piece. Thank you. Cool. I love
1: that. Alicia, 30 seconds, something to live by philosophy-wise. Oh,
4: I would say, you know, make improvements, not excuses. If somebody gives you constructive criticism, improve yourself, improve your life, improve everything around you, processes, systems, um, you know, life and business and, 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 continue on, right? So make improvements, keep going, keep learning. You can never stop growing and never stop learning from people around you who are smarter and surround yourself with smarter people um, and, and elevate your mind every second of day when you can 30 seconds a day, 10 seconds a day. I love that. That that was more than
1: one. (laughs) That's all right. I'm going to close out with one of my favorite quotes, that your words are the bricks and mortars of the dreams that you realize. Your words are the greatest power that you have. The words you choose and their use establish the life that you experience. Choose wisely. I'm Forbes Riley. You're listening to Forbes Factory. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. We're here every Wednesday and repeatedly throughout the week. If you're listening to a recording or on iTunes or any of the platforms, give us a like, give us a review, and always open to suggestions from my house to yours. Mwah! Thank you guys so very much, and I'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye.